that is off the record, Steve. Objection. Objection. I'm Steve. And I'm Dolly, and this is Withdrawn. Where two boring librarians make libraries less boring. So you finished library school, is that right? Yay! Newly that... minted librarian. Yes, and you're also in debt. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I noticed we didn't really talk about that in our last episode, and it's it's definitely worth mentioning that, um, I, I don't know, my library school, San Jose, I believe, was about $20,000 when all was said and done. Yep, that was it for me, too. Yep, I went out to a private school, but private school in Georgia equals a public school, I think, in uh, California. So. Yay, Georgia! <laughs> so, I mean, if you're if you're already in debt from undergrad um, and you're considering a graduate degree, just, just know that it adds on to that, um, that pile of money you owe to the man. Well, if you're in debt, you know the best thing for that? Adding more? Uh, getting a job. Oh, a job! Oh, yeah. I <laughs> or, guess a job is good. Or seeing a bookie and getting wrapped up in the mob. And just don't get your don't get your kneecaps broken. <laughs> it sound that sounds unpleasant. It does. That never happened to me, but I can't imagine. So, um, yeah, getting a library job. How do you how do you how do you look for library jobs? Not not that we've ever looked for library jobs. <laughs> I've never looked for a library job. I, oh, um, we're not actively looking at. <laughs> I'm actually, not, uh, yeah, my, my workplace, don't worry about it. I'm not, I'm happy, very happy with my job. Um, one thing that I wish was out there when I was looking for library jobs is I need a library job, the website, because that is a awesome site. I don't know if you've been there before. I have. You know, I was actually, uh, I graduated from library school when INLJ uh, was still a newsletter or email sent out by the fabulous Naomi House mm-hmm. before it went um, all website. Naomi really stumbled. Well, a she's she's fantastic. So hash, hashtag Naomi, hashtag awesome. <laughs> she's a lovely, truly lovely person, and um, she really stumbled on something that was kind of ingenious. Because so when you're looking for library jobs, you've got so many different sources. Because if your job is say through a county, um, it'll be listed on the county's website and you'll have to go through that. And some of those sites don't get aggregated onto some of the bigger job sites. Like they don't, they'll, some of them show up on indeed now, but they didn't used to a lot of it. Um, and private universities or private libraries, which I think still exist, right? Ben Franklin and stuff. Um, you know, they, they, sometimes they list stuff on their um, on their website and not anywhere else. And um, do, do Ben Franklin libraries just lend out like bifocals and stuff? And, I would hope and keys, and, keys, but no kites. <coughs> you need to get your own kites. B Y O K. B Y O K. And so yeah, so she brought together all these disparate sources so that you could kind of have in one place to say I want. Oregon or something. And that's a lot of work. I think they, oh, and INLJ is always looking for volunteers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, they have, uh, they, I believe they have a couple of paid staff now, but yeah, it's mostly run by volunteers, I believe, now still. Mostly on like a state-by-state basis. And one, uh, of the great, one of the great things about that site, I think, is that it's not just um, the jobs that are quote-unquote library jobs. I mean, they're not, they're, they're, they're jobs that are, that 
people with um, the skills that you learn in library school can get. Say you have like an office job and you can't necessarily quit your job just to like wholeheartedly throw yourself in the libraries. Volunteering for something like INLJ, INALJ is a is great. And I'm looking to see if they have. And I, and I, they I have can, it on their website. I can say from the inter, from the interview that she was on um, the other podcast, Dark Ideas. It's Ina LJ is how it's pronounced. Ina LJ. Uh, Ina. Ina. It makes me think of Ina. Ina. Ina Garden. Anyway. <laughs> the blog content also helps you um, with interview skills and things like that that you need to um, have in in your in your the thing that um, archers have in the back. What's that called? Your uh, quiver. Quiver. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I would go with toolbox. Toolbox. Did you just see the Avengers? This is I, a Hawkeye reference. I did a while back, and then Hunger Games, and Hawkeye. the kids like to watch Brave. All, I'm, I'm arrowed out. They, 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 they provide all those kind of tips that you, that you really need to get started in a job, and that's a very helpful thing to have. Yes. And speaking and of tips, do you have any interview tips? <laughs> interview tips? Um, Hashtag transition. Hashtag transition. Well, I was going to say, though, back to INLJ just for a moment. You you will see on there um, a lot of different kinds of jobs, too. A lot of stuff that's, I know you mentioned that, but but info coordinator and, like, right. I don't know, senior fact checker and stuff. And so that's something they've always been really good and really creative about. So it's not just, this job has librarian in the title. She's, they, now it's they, have always been really good about bringing in stuff where you look at it and you go, but I have an MLS. Am I qualified for this? And you look at it a little closer and you're like, wait, this is all stuff I can do. So um, she's, they've been very smart at expanding your brain. Yes. Yes. But anyway, interviews. Yes. Um, my number one thing for interviews, especially if you're interviewing with a public agency or civil service type of job, is um, don't expect a ton of creativity in the questions. Almost always they're working yep. from a list. And that yep. blew my mind, the first <clears throat> one of those um, interviews I went to. And I was just like, you're asking me questions from like a list that you have to stick with? It was sort of startling to me because I always used to, you know, having an outline of questions you want to ask, but then being able to ask follow-up questions or yada yada. But for a lot of the civil service sort of jobs, they have to ask the same 10 questions of everybody and maybe they can follow up a little bit, but they kind of need to stick with the script to be as fair and sort of objective as, as you can possibly hope to be. <laughs> um, and you won't find that sort of thing when you interview for something that's not civil, so even if it's like a public library, but um, on the administrative side, the administrators don't tend to be union, so they can ask you anything. That was the job I interviewed where they asked me, um, what was it? are you a circle or a square? <laughs> And I had no idea. I thought for a minute, like, it was a reference to, like, a management book or, you know, like, something like how to win friends and influence people or something like <laughs> that I didn't know and probably should. And then when I realized, no, it was just genuine question, I was like, I, what? <laughs> I, Wait, is this, is this that the mice and the cheese book? I, the I don't cheese. know. Where's my cheese? How much cheese and do then, I have? And then the flip side to that is in, in another kind of job. Uh, that's maybe not civil service you can really get asked literally anything and and honestly yes. i've been asked some very strange questions 
in addition to circle or square. The one the one that I always expected to get asked and never have is the the greatest weakness question because you always hear about you know. Oh, when I've, they got, ask, I've what gotten is that one. Oh yeah, definitely. I've gotten what's your greatest weakness? I work too hard. Well, I've I've never, and I do have a great answer to that. Are you ready? I'm I'm waiting. You're ready. You're born ready. Um, my answer to that is I have a hard time delegating. Um, I I I really want to be able to make sure that everything's done, and I I, I want to make sure that things are done a certain way, and I, I can sometimes have a hard time letting go of projects. Yeah, no, I, which I, is that, a real weakness. And something that, that, that's actually close to how I've answered in the past to that question because that's but because you do want to have I me mean, you. you you always hear that's you want to answer that give a strength instead of a weakness. But I mean, I think a good interviewer can see through that. So you really need to give what is actually a weakness, but you also follow that question up with how you, how you account for that and how you work around that. And that it's still, it, it is a weakness that you can't, you don't want to delegate, but you do and you use these techniques and blah, 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 blah. Exactly. I work too hard. <laughs> I just, I really just love my job too much. I will say my um, my favorite, the question, so I used to do a lot of interviewing for like library assistant, library tech kind of circulation people. Mm-hmm. And the one question we would ask that uh, I never heard the correct response to, um, that I then in the interview for the job I had that led to the current job for the librarian position I got, um, they asked me and I answered correctly, is the, um, where do you see yourself in X amount of years? Uh-huh. And I was told from the person who had come up with, or put the question on the list, what they were looking for to hear was here. Here or in libraries. Some kind of signal of of, of an interest and a commitment, which I found a little unrealistic for library tech. But the minute it came (laughs) up on that library, librarian thing, I was like, oh, I know the answer to this. (laughs) But they don't want to hear you. I want to be a director at some other library. I I want to take all the skills and training I get here and move on to someplace. uh, Bigger and better and pays better and has better looking people working at it. But I definitely think... um, that's it's an interesting question because I I heard a lot of um, answers to it that were very genuine, but I I don't necessarily think it's a question that requires genuineness. <laughs> Not a lie, but I think indicating your interest in the subject as opposed to just sort of saying like, oh, you know, I'll just, I, I'll probably somewhere better than this. <laughs> well, it sounds like that's that's actually one that's trying to probe you to see if you understand the organization you're getting into, that you've done mm-hmm. some research on it, that you know how you could move up within that organization, maybe. Maybe that's what they're... Exactly. And we would hire, you know, we would hire people part-time and if very quickly promote them to full-time if they had the, you know, skills. And there, there wasn't necessarily a ton of advancement within circulation, but um, we did get people who were going to library school and stuff. And so you could kind of guarantee that then you'd have the background and the experience in the organization to move on, on up. Moving well, and, on. And, and that's something to, to remember, I think, too, when you're looking for a job is you're not necessarily, you, you might need to take something lower than what you want just to get your foot in the door. Because as we all know, those, all those librarians that were supposed to retire that they all tell us about in library school are just not doing it. And when they do retire, um, people are not rehiring for those jobs. So the job market is pretty tough. So you may want to just get a job not only likely what we talked about in the last episode while you're in library school, but you may need to get a job that doesn't require the degree as your first job out of the, out of the degree too. 
And that's um, that's a rough one. Yep. <laughs> uh, I I did work someplace where the the preference of the hiring people was not to hire um, MLSs for jobs that were not yeah. MLS required. Because some people, um, right, some people don't want that because they know they're they're just using them for a deg- to get experience to move on. So. Well, there's that. I think there's also you know a fear of. Um, uh, Doing work outside the class, and you know, especially if it's a union sort of shop, you know, if you're hired as a library tech, even if you have a MLS, you probably should not be doing any kind of librarian work, and that can be tough for people because they'll sit there and say, "But I have the training to do it." Um, we, we talked about Ina LJ a little bit. Um, how other ways do you think people can look for jobs besides that? I mean, that's obviously a big, huge resource, but how have you found out about your jobs that you've gotten? Uh, word of mouth is excellent, and that's where um, we'll get into this later, but having a professional network is super, super, super helpful. Yep. Um, <laughs> listservs are um, still really, really active and still very useful. Um, there's usually a state one, I'm going to yeah. say. Yep. You have a state one? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Calyx is ours. Calyx, um, every now and again, they have great drama, so that's very entertaining. Um, it'll also the, the the benefit to being on a stateless service. You'll get to know um, a lot of names, um, mm-hmm. so that you can say sort of like, "Oh, I know who that person is. They're the head of you know X public library." So, oh, I know that's the state librarian. Oh, this is the person who does the grants at the state library. It's just just so that you're never taken by surprise by meeting somebody or right. something like that you know who you're up against and then if you're uh, specializing then like for me there's law lib law lib law lib law lib uh that's that's a that's a law librarian listserv and that's a fantastic resource not just for jobs but also for research um because you can always reach out and say i don't have a subscription to this can anybody get me this um case or this whatever um and that's super valuable what do you guys have well, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 we have a the, the, the state library association has a um, <clears throat> a site that lists a bunch of the jobs. I mean, I think you have to let them know about the jobs. They don't they don't have every job on there, but that's mm-hmm. where I found about about uh, my current job. I found out about there, and my previous one before that, I found out about there. So, um, yeah, li- listservs. I found out about one of my jobs from those are definitely. And nowadays, I think I really I probably would um, use my uh, professional network a lot more. Back then, I didn't have much of a professional network, but that's definitely a way that you can find out about it. Or you can just be reading up on what's going on in your state and find out when people leave jobs. And that means there's going to be a job open. Maybe not necessarily. Yeah. But <laughs> and congratulations to so-and-so on their retirement. You're like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And you can, oh. and you can actually watch I mean, it's When you hear about a library system, maybe getting their budget increased, maybe that means mm. they're going to have some jobs open. And I mean, <laughs> if there are specific, if there are specific libraries that you want to work at, certainly mm. haunt their website because they'll always have like careers at, at whatever place. And if you want a government job, there are plenty of government boards to find things mm. like, like around here. Um, CDC has a library here and people want to apply for jobs all the time at their library. So they, Ooh. but they're, but they're on the, whatever the USA jobs, whatever that's called. The infectious right. diseases librarian. <laughs> How cool is that? The hot zone librarian. Um, yeah, there. I, that's. Um, I think I still have like all my bookmarks of library websites. You know, like City of LA and <laughs> yeah, like because yeah. you just you just they're always going to be in the same place, so you could just click over and be like, hey, yay! They they've got openings. No, they've got. Um, <laughs> so what happens when you don't get a job, Dolly? 
should you just fall into despair and walk away with your head bowed and never apply again? I would definitely move to um, a monastery and contemplate what you've done. And hope the monks are hiring. And the monks, maybe the monks are hiring you sweep floors and uh, meditate. Um, not getting a job is a, is, is a painful thing. And, you know, so there's always the post-interview etiquette of, like, writing an email, writing a note. I'm a note person, even though I have terrible handwriting. I just I just like the note thing. It feels fun. Um, and... And once you so let's hold on a minute. Let's let, let's stick with that. Do you do you write a note? You write a thank you note. Do you write a, to do you write a separate one to each person who interviewed you? Do you send one to the organization with all their names on it? How do you do that? I have. I'm trying to remember the one time I did. I did separate notes for all the people who interviewed me in person. Um, but the initial interview, there were like five people on it, uh, and it was a phone call, and I just did the thank you to the director. And then, um, so for the in-person one, I did do individual notes to the people. Um, and that one, I just, yeah, I did physical notes because it just seemed, <laughs> it just seems a little, sometimes you don't have their email address. That's the other yeah. thing. Like you interview them, you get their name, um, and hopefully you get their name in advance from the HR person who schedules the interview with you. That's my right thing that I like to do so you at least know who you're supposed to talk to um, but you might not have their email address so it's just easier to say here's your I know where your admin headquarters is and I know your name so I'll just send, send you a thank you um, but you should definitely send thank yous and and you may or may not the problem with jobs uh, in general is that you may or may not ever hear that um, you didn't get it right you may right. just yeah. just you had an interview and it was great and hopefully they do the courtesy of calling and saying wasn't wasn't going to fit was it whatever but um but sometimes, sometimes when they when they interview a couple dozen people they can't call everybody back and so you just don't so you're just sort of sitting there in limbo forever um and those are unpleasant. But if you do, if they do do the courtesy of, well, it shouldn't really be considered a courtesy, but if they do <laughs> uh, tell you you didn't get it, um, I think the instinct can be to be kind of peeved, but definitely suppress that instinct and just be as polite as possible and say, well, thank you. Um, yeah, you, don't, also, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to burn any bridges because they will, because if you, if you do a get peeved and they take note of it, then it will probably go into a file somewhere at their... <laughs> And they will check that if they interview you again. Plus that, and then, I mean, these are, by and large, you're going to run into those people again. Yes. <laughs> so your, your, your best option um, is to just say thank you so much. I, I would also, sometimes people will offer to let you know how you did or say, you know, if you had any questions or blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, there was one time I sort of didn't take them up on that. Um that in retrospect, I probably should have, but I, I, I just kind of assumed they hired an internal, so I kind of assumed that was that was it. <laughs> but, yeah. but if they do offer, if someone's kind enough to offer, like, and if you want to talk about your interview or yada yada, just just say sure, please. I'll take give me any tips that you have. Yeah, I, I think you should always follow up with that if if it's offered. I think you should always get tips of what they think you can because they'll generally give you constructive criticism and that you should take to heart and. <laughs> to help in your next interviews. How dare you criticize me? But you know, sometimes when you interview, you actually get a job. That would be nice if you could yeah. get a job. Yeah, it's nice. Withdrawn is a podcast lovingly handcrafted for you, the listener, by Steve Thomas in Georgia and Dolly Marley in California. 
find us on Twitter at Steve Librarian or at Loader, and the show is at Withdrawn Tweets. Our music is by Nick Amron. Find us online at withdrawnpodcast.com, and you can subscribe via iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Next, I'm withdrawn. Your cat sounds like a small baby.